Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the West Aurora 129 podcast. I'm Dr. Jeff Craig, superintendent of schools, and I have three remarkable students with me today. These seniors are not only excelling in their studies, but are also actively contributing to their school community through extracurriculars and service as student board of education members. First up, we have the incredible Ella Brown. Ella is not only a second year National Honor Society member, but also the current president. Having received the NHS Scholarship Award, Ella is a shining example of academic excellence and leadership. Beyond her academic achievements, Ella is an accomplished athlete participating in Swim and Dive. Ella, thanks for being here and bringing your unique talents to us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Next, we introduce to you the amazing Maya Manuza. As a second-year National Honor Society member, Maya is proving that dedication and hard work pay off. Maya's talents extend beyond the classroom as she is a vital member of the competitive chair team and also the Illinois State President of Educators Rising. Thank you for joining us, Maya. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And last but certainly not least, we have the inimitable Eleanor Rogalski, the current West Aurora Air Force JROTC Group Commander. Eleanor recently received the prestigious J-100 scholarship and is a second-year National Honor Society member. She's not just confined to the academic arena. Eleanor is a multi-talented athlete who plays soccer and golf, showcasing her dedication both on and off the field. Elliot, welcome. Really appreciate you being here today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So we're going to have a great conversation. I'm going to rotate uh, amongst the three of you uh, folks, and I want to start off with Ellie. You get to be first blood on this oh, one. No. Nicely done. <laughs> so uh, looking to find out what uh, what specific responsibilities uh, come with being a student board member, and then how do you balance that with everything you do outside of, of, of this role? Yeah, so I think the biggest, obviously, a lot of your responsibilities are showing up to the meetings and just um, acting appropriately and just making sure you're paying attention and having yourself prepared to talk about whatever you think is important. But I think the biggest responsibility I see in general is just a responsibility to act on behalf of other people. It's really compelling to kind of advocate for whatever you're passionate about, but you need to remember that you are a representative of all students in this district. And so sometimes you have to talk about or uh, research or focus on something that you are not familiar with. And I think that's probably the biggest responsibility. Yeah, I keep hearing that uh, that returning theme of representative. Yeah. Uh, representing more than, you know, being a part of something that's larger than yourself. Mm -hmm. Great perspective. Ella, I'm going to turn to you. You get to be the opportunity now. Let's talk to us a little bit about uh, what you think comes with being a steward board member. And then how do you balance that with the, your other responsibilities? I think that I see it in a very similar light as Ellie does. I would say I see it as like two birds with one stone. I feel like before being a board member or a student board member, I did my best to go to whatever I could and whatever I was involved in, which I tried to be involved in as much as I could. So I attended a lot of different meetings. But sure. I think now I make it a point to go to sporting events that I'm not in or a school play just to see kind of what people are passionate about and see what work is being put in where so that I can advocate for that. And I feel like in doing that, not only am I making my high school experience better, but I'm also giving better and more well-rounded feedback to the board. Can you give me one example of a takeaway of an event that you showed up to, participated in, and, and maybe it's something you're not familiar with that you took away that was something like, ah, didn't know that. I would say like for the spring musical last year, I went and I had a lot of friends in it and it was just incredible to see them up there and then come off the stage and all of them were sobbing. And like, I get that same <laughs> feeling after swim team was over. And I was like, 
wait, we're, we're all crying now. And they were like, well, we put, you know, four hours a day into this. And I was like, well, it like dawned on me like this, even though this isn't a sport, this is something that people like pour all of their time and energy into. And it was just awesome to see like all of their passion, like through their tears and through their hard work. Sure. And it was an amazing show. What so. a great observation. Thank you. Thanks. Maya, <laughs> you're up next. All right. I'm going to kind of like combine what Ella and Ellie both said, because I feel like we have, we're all so involved. We kind of have the same experiences, even though we're involved in such diverse activities. And I think it's less about trying to find how to fit both being a representative and being involved in your extracurriculars, but kind of more of sort of combining them together and using the skills that you use as a representative and as someone who is so involved and kind of using those in both environments and reaching out to people maybe in your extracurriculars and kind of seeing their perspectives and using those in the board meetings and presenting those there. And then as a representative, seeing all the different things going on at West and kind of including those in your extracurriculars and maybe talk to people about it, get to know people that you don't usually kind of reach out to. And it's kind of cool to see both of the worlds kind of combining. You know, it just reminds me, I remember uh, probably what last March when we had the interviews for those positions. And it reminds me of why we landed on the three of you, because you're so thoughtful, so respectful. You think of yourselves, not first, second, or third, but you're trying to be, think about it, everyone else's perspective first uh, before interjecting your own. And it, uh, it comes through in your comments and feedback. So I just want to highlight that because I certainly appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Ella, you're going to be up first on this one. All right. All right. Let's so do it. from your perspective, how do you believe or think student board members contribute to the overall decision-making process of the Board of Education? Okay, so obviously we don't get to vote. That's correct. But mm -hmm. you have a tagline that you do what's best for the students and yes. what's best for the kids. And I feel like we give you the chance to see the perspective of what it is like to be in high school from a high schooler. Mm. So the board members are obviously here to benefit us and to benefit the school district, but none of you are in school with us. You're not walking the hallways with us. You're not, not in. Right, <laughs> but it wasn't that long ago. You're not, <laughs> you're not in AP Lit with Maya Ellie. Now I'm questioning your judgment, <laughs> but thank you. You're welcome. So you're not there with us in the morning. So I feel like it allows us to provide info and feedback and a student perspective and give you like kind of the inside scoop to make the best choices for us. And I think you answered my follow-up about how that might impact the school district uh, because I think that's all encompassing. So well done. Thank you. Maya, I'm going to ask you to go next if you would, please. All right. Going off what Ella said with like what we contribute and what we share to you, I think our little slideshows of what's going on at West <laughs> at the end of each meeting really show to the board what the students are passionate about. And I feel like that really impacts like the way the board thinks about the students and their interests and what truly is best for them and gives them a better idea of how they should make decisions and what will best impact us and kind of just overall make a better connection between the board and the students seeing eye to eye and what everyone's passions are. Perfect. Thank you. Ellie, your thoughts? I think the biggest aspect I've seen is just the way that we as the three of us become impassioned about specific things that are brought up, I'm sure it's things that I don't think you ever would have considered as a big deal. But like when they changed the the lunch, made it made a scanner at ease, I suddenly had to pay $7 for my pizza. I was outraged. And I don't think that was something that was like 
totally clocked it in his brain or the snow days that I keep asking for. I mean, I know that's like lighthearted things, but I think it just kind of shows that um, even though we are there to be professional, I mean, we're still high school kids. And so we're showing you kind of what everybody I know, like when those decisions came out, I had they had the same exact reactions that I did. So (laughs) I just felt like it's kind of a window into a general student population, especially because that's where we're in every day. But then as far as like how we impact the school district, I think it's really, really important for our students to see that there are representatives for them on the board. And I know that's kind of something that isn't necessarily reflected in all the districts around us. It's more unique to us. I know some of the civics classes, I believe, they have a project and they have to like go through and they have to write down all their representatives of like in the House and Senate and kind of work their way down. And one of the last questions is, who are your student board representatives? Wow. So I had my friends taking pictures of their assignment (laughs) saying, you're in my assignment. You're helping me get an A. I was like, this is crazy. They had to Google our our website and look up our pictures and figure out who it was. And it was really cool for them to be able to see that that's their friend that sits next to them in, Eastern, yeah. you know? Well, I, you know, it's interesting. Maya, you talked about the PowerPoint. You know, I think the, the previous um, group of student reps, I think they probably started the last two or three meetings where mm-hmm. they brought the, maybe the last one even. Yeah. Uh, but you guys have taken it and embraced it and taken it to a whole new level where it's become part and parcel. I mean, I think probably next year they're going to have to go to videos and, and uh, choreograph. But um, you've done a phenomenal job. And Ellie, to your point, I think you guys are keeping it real. You come across, you guys all come across as very thoughtful and mature, but you're still high school kids. Um, and so there's that balance. And so I get when you go, like, please, let's get a snow day. And you know, I don't like doing snow days. I got so popular. I like, you don't understand. <laughs> Whatever it takes, right? Oh, yeah. The little things. All right, Maya, you're up first for being number one. All right. So I'm going to ask, how do you think being a student board or having a student board member um, benefits the student body? Ellie alluded to it a little bit, but I'm curious about your perspective on that. I think that just being like being us and being a normal student and sitting next to your classmates, knowing that you're a student representative. And it's like, you don't walk, we don't walk around with like a big badge on our vest <laughs> that says like student representative, but just being able to have normal conversations with people in such a casual environment and being able to take those conversations and what we talk about just on a day-to-day basis and bring those to the board just creates like a bridge that wasn't necessarily maybe it's not visible that it's there but it is there because i know there's many people i talk to daily who don't know i'm a student representative but i still take my encounters with them and kind of incorporate that into what we do at the board meetings and along with taking what we do at the board meetings and bringing them back to school like just basic information that people don't know because when we're on our phones we're not like reading emails from the district or like (laughs) studying who's going to be the next superintendent or the next principal and just like knowing those things is just really interesting and eye-opening to me personally and being able to share that with my peers is really cool for me like especially like knowing like nobody nobody really knew that mrs martino is going to be the principal next year and still don't know i remember i think i talked to someone yesterday (laughs) and they were like wait what and i was like yeah and it's just like cool like it's such a big thing in my mind because I get to see her at the board meetings and I get to see, I got to see her being promoted and like just those things is really cool to be able to know and then share with people that I talk to every day. That's awesome. How do you think um, 
having student board reps uh, enhances the communication between the schools and the board. I think that it really gives the perspective of a student rather than just watching because it's easy to watch what the students do, how they perform in tests, what the numbers all read, but it's not easy to know what we're actually thinking and what plays into those numbers and the different statistics that you're getting and how we're affected by that. And I think that we as students get to kind of share that and broaden that. And it also goes the same way. We don't get to see why we don't get snow days or why (laughs) all these things happen. And it's cool to see like the different discussions that happen at the board meetings and what truly goes into it, because it's easy to see a decision made or have like your parent talk about a decision made at the board meetings. And you're like, why is that? Like, why would they do that? (laughs) But then sitting in the room, seeing actually what goes on and all the different aspects to it really gives you an idea and perspective of to what's going on in the board members' minds. And then it's easy to advocate that to fellow people who may have thought the same way as you. You can't really understand that until you're there. What a great takeaway. Jeez. (laughs) Thank you. I don't know that I could have done that five years ago. Good Lord. (laughs) <laughs> Ellie, can I ask you to respond? What uh, What do you think having a student board member, how do you think that benefits uh, the student body? Kind of like what I touched on earlier, I think it's important that people see themselves and who they're being represented by. I know me personally, I was semi-aware of what the board did and how it operated, especially because my mom had worked with the board before. But like, really, it was kind of just like a series of floating heads. Sure. I didn't really know too much about any of those members as people. I didn't really know who was supposed to be representing me. And so being there and seeing those meetings has been really important um, just to know that those are the people who are representing you. I also think kind of as what Maya was saying earlier about how people kind of some people recognize you for who you are as your position, like us as members. Just yesterday, Maya and I were in study hall and our teacher was asking, hey, you need to give us an update because I'm, I'm trying to see, are they finally going to promote XYZ person? Like, are they going to announce this oh, publicly? Wow, yeah. Like they're asking us for updates. And I know I've learned so, so, so much. I'm sure Ella and Maya can agree. Just like stuff I've never even thought of, like elementary school education and picking new books out and like all this buying new school buses, like all these little things that you would never really think about or consider. And it's just kind of, it really connects back to you personally. I know there's a field behind my house that the district owned and it recently sold it to be developed. Sure. And my neighbors and family were coming to me for the information about it. I was like, dad, I just, they just sold the property behind my house. He's like, how do you know that? I was like, because I was at the meeting. So I think it's really important. Uh, obviously, we are the bridge between those two groups of people. And so a lot of people come to me for that information now, which I think is really cool. That is really cool. What a great, what a great takeaway on that. Ella, your thoughts? I think that when I think about this question, I feel like this role gives us a chance to give people a voice. And it gives us a chance to give our peers a spotlight because everyone goes to Friday football games everyone goes to basketball, but not everyone goes to badminton and not everyone goes to tennis. Not everyone goes to golf. I can't think of a time when we had a student section at swim team or like a swim meet. And I think that this allows like our position being student board members allows us to give our peers and give the student body like that light and shine just even for like 20 seconds when Ellie and Maya and I are up there talking, just give a little bit of a blurb about like, here's what they did. Here's how the play went you know, boys or girls wrestling is, they did so well this season. And I don't know that anyone went to their stuff, but I know that we touched on it at the board meetings and that's better than nothing. And so I think that it means something to like what Ellie and Maya said, we're representing them. And I hope that 
when I go to these board meetings, I hope that we're giving, like doing them justice and giving their mm-hmm. passions and their their love for the things they're involved in enough of a spotlight so that they feel like they are, that they matter because I really feel like they do and that each person's involvement Absolutely. makes a difference. I really appreciate that. And for the record, I did go to girls wrestling meets I'm so, and I'm the glad. sectional boys wrestling meet. I'm so glad. It's good. <laughs> I feel like we touch on everything too. Like yeah. we've talked about FCCLA and drill oh, team yeah, and yeah. pretty much every sport under the sun. And just like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if there's a single like Mm-mm. organization that's has more than 10 people in it that we haven't talked about. Yeah. And all the extracurricular the activities in the clubs, you guys yeah. do a great job of highlighting as well. We meet with Ms. Kegerice, yeah. um and go over the things that are going on the week before board meetings to make sure that we're hitting what we need to hit. Sure. So I feel like we've really made it a point to do what we can to. WA Activities Instagram page is scoured <laughs> for pictures time. every time. Oh, yeah. where we get all our slideshow <laughs> material. <laughs> all right, Ellie, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to, to step up first and, and, be, you know, that's some sage advice now, okay? <laughs> okay. Really elevate here. So as part of the process to be considered for student board members, you guys remember this, you had to attend, what, one or two meetings last year, and you've seen some of your, you know, your uh, junior peers uh, have shown up to board meetings. So what advice would you give to students who are aspiring to become student board members? Uh, so let's just say this spring is a interview. I think the biggest thing is to not let yourself be confined. As you had touched on earlier, we have expanded on the slideshow aspect of it. But even then, I think I could probably sit here and name about 15 other things we could go into to develop this position further. Um, I feel like it had become kind of stagnant in past years. Just um, people were impassioned about what they were talking about, but they didn't have the drive to take it even further. And I would encourage whoever comes after us to continue to go further. I know most of the people who are applying this year, and I know they all have that passion inside of them. So I'm excited to see what they put out. But I think the biggest thing is to advocate for what you think this position could be, because it is yours and you can make it whatever you want. Awesome. I'm going to ask you to identify one skill that you think is essential to being successful in this role. I think being humble and allowing yourself to Mm. see another perspective and realize that you might have been wrong. That's something we see in the board members themselves when they debate about things, Mm -hmm. but also just as us sitting there in the corner of the room, kind of watching everything go down, even if you don't have the liberty to comment on every single thing, I think it's important to see different perspectives when someone is angry and comes to the board or someone is distressed or is advocating for someone who they feel that they haven't that hasn't been represented properly, it's easy to immediately get defensive, especially because you are a representative of the district at that moment. Mm-hmm. But you need to be able to see those people for who they are and be humble enough to know that your opinions aren't always going to be correct. What a great response. All right, Ella, I'm going to ask you to follow that one up. What kind of <laughs> advice would you give to future student board members? Ellie, I don't know how I'm supposed to follow that. <laughs> um, I mean, I think that I would say like being involved again is a big thing. I think that if you can get involved in something that is outside of your comfort zone, that that means something. And I would also say like what Ellie said, I mean, took the words out of my mouth. I think that <laughs> this is your position and you have this new power. And if you can take that power and like harness it and do something great with it, whether it's mm. provide a new perspective or whether it's, I know Ellie and I had kind of played around with like a Google form situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it would ever took off. That would be cool where students could like submit things that they are passionate about, that they're interested in. I think that that is cool. I think that through this position, I started 
an initiative organization situation that I'll touch on later um, that benefits people and that made an impact. And I think that through this position, like you have the chance to do that. So if you can take that passion and allow yourself to run with it and not hold yourself back, I think that that is a big piece of advice I would give. Really encouraging too. Thank you. I'm going to ask you the same. Okay. What one skill do you think is critical to be successful in this role? Slow talking. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. no. I feel we like, failed. No, we do. I feel, Ellie and I will be talking in a meeting. I'll look at her and be like, oh my God, can I have talked faster? No, I don't think so. Um, I would say, I would say maybe grit. Huh. Um, the ability to continue to working even when you're tired or when you have so much on your plate and taking it one thing at a time and looking at yourself and saying, I can do this, I can get through it. And I have this position and I have this involvement and all of these people around me that are my people that are supporting me. I think that getting through it in that sense is really valuable and important to have if you want to be a student board member. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. Thank you. Maya. All right. What advice would you give? I would say just find passion in what you're doing. Don't don't apply to be a board member just to put it on your resume. Mm. Don't apply mm -hmm. to be a board member just to get into that college. Apply to be a board member because you want to be a board member and you want to make that change and you want to see the change in the district and in the school and just be really passionate about what you're doing and truly believe in it because that's how you're going to do the best job. And I would really recommend like having a connection through the middle school and the elementary school because it's not just about high school. It's not just about you and how the decisions are affecting you. It's about how everybody in the district should have a say and everybody in the district means something and they deserve their voice heard. Great response. And what one skill would you say is absolutely necessary to be successful in, the, in your role? I would say being personable. You have to remember that you're a person before you're a representative. So you need to remember that everybody else that you encounter through this role is also a person. The people who are making the decisions who maybe you don't agree with, they're people and they have their ideas for a reason. And you have to understand that everybody has a different background. Everybody has different experiences. So it causes them to act in different ways, maybe decide different things, think differently. And it's just important to remember that everybody you interact with through this role is a person. Your peers are still people. You're still a person. The people who come to the board about certain things, certain issues, they're all people. And everybody has their own origin story and everybody has a reason for what they're doing. You know, you guys just make me feel great about <laughs> where we are and the kids we've got here at West Aurora. It just, um, you guys are incredible. Just continue to Pat myself on the back for being a part of the selection process. So you guys are awesome. Thank you for, for your responses. So Ella, I'm going to ask you to start us up a little bit here. You guys are winding down your career as well. Don't tell me that. Well, you know, it's a reality. We all have, uh, we all have to come to embrace that here pretty soon. In fact, we'll, we'll all, all four of us will end uh, on the same note. Come, You guys will be in May and mine will be in June. But let's talk about your time here in 129. You pick a time that makes sense for you. And what, are, what is one of your best memories and experience here in 129? I think that when I was thinking about this question, I was going to talk about swim team. And then I decided that while being on swim team, because I have been a swimmer since I was six. So being on swim team was a no-brainer for me. But I think I decided to switch my focus and talk about Books for Blackhawks, which was my initiative I started sure. as NHS president. And it was the best decision I made over swim, I mean, throughout all of high school. And Books for Blackhawks was 
not an organization, it was an initiative where NHS students took time out of their Monday mornings every Monday for, I want to say, nine weeks. Wow. And we went to various elementary schools and read with kindergartners. And through this, my goal was to improve and inspire a love for literature, to make kids want to come to school, and then to add a connection between the high school students and the kindergartners. Because while Ellie, Mai, and I are on the very last end, these kindergartners are just starting out sure. and their future at West is shiny and bright and is coming up. And so I wanted to make sure that these kids knew that there was someone rooting for them and they knew that school is fun. You should want to come to school and here's why. And not only that, but we raised enough money to give every single kindergartner a book for the holiday season. And on top of that, like through that aspect of it, I wanted to make sure that every kid got to unwrap a present for the holidays. That's cool. And we had about 60 NHS kids meet in the cafeteria at like seven o'clock one night and I made too much hot chocolate to even <laughs> imagine. It makes me nauseous thinking about. And we had hot chocolate, we listened to Christmas music and we wrapped, I mean, 700 books. And it was the best experience. And I really do feel like those kids just were so excited to see us and were so happy every Monday morning. And it was just like one of those situations and experiences that I will never forget. And I'm so That's happy awesome. got to be a part of. Thanks for sharing that story. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank you. Maya, can I ask you to share some of your memory and experience? Well, I didn't create like a whole organization <laughs> yeah. or anything Nobody's like that. <laughs> but honestly, my favorite, like just memories in general is kind of the growth that I've made at high school and like how passionate I've become about my future and what I want to do. I want to be a special education teacher. And so because of that, I was asked to join um, Adapted PE Leading with Miss Hill and just every experience in that class has been my favorite. I get to work with the kids in the special education program here and just kind of work with them and treat them as people because that's not a common custom that they get every day, even though that's what they deserve. And just through that, I've been able to kind of like grow my involvement in Educators Rising and become the president. And through that, I've written a book for like a competition they have, a children's book and that I'm working on publishing, which is something I've been really proud of and just like a really cool experience that I've gotten through West. And this school has truly like grown my excitement for the future. And like this year for our Hope Wall basketball game that we do, we started a cheer team and just, I just got out of practice for that because I just had gym. And it's just so cool to see like the students and how they got an opportunity to do something that hasn't been offered before. And just it's truly like my favorite thing in the world. And just growing into that kind of confidence within my future and what I want to do has really been my favorite memories here. Awesome. That's a great story, too. Thank, Thank you. you. Ellie? Well, they're, they're making me sound a little. <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about these amazing things you're doing. You've got um, so much to brag about. Oh, yeah. Well, when I think about School District 129, the word that has always, always, always come to my brain is tradition mm. in history, I guess. Um, my dad went to West. He graduated from here. I'm pretty sure the school was established in 1868, like the original Back that, in the day. That's a long time ago. <laughs> so just the fact that, that many people have gone through this building is incredible. And so kind of my best experiences, I guess, um, Mr. Ormond is like an incredible, incredible person. Yes, Somebody who's known me for a while through my dad. And when my dad was here, he played football and Mr. Ormond would announce my dad's name. 
And the first time I was ever in this school, he knew me through my dad because he remembered announcing his name. And that was just crazy to me because that was a long time ago. Sorry, dad. (laughs) Um, But just the fact that that consistency is there. And then that year I go out on the football field with the marching band and my group gets announced by the same exact person. And that's just a crazy thing for me. That feeling is just so surreal. It's something that I feel like everybody should witness at least once. I mean, not everybody can, but go on the field at a Western World football game is pretty great. So yeah, my best memories and experiences are just kind of through that, just feeling the connection and the history that happens in this building it's something I brag about when I talk to I have a lot of friends at like Yorkville or Oswego East and their schools were built around the same time I was born yeah and our school is what over 150 years old yes that's something incredible it's and our rivalry with East rivalry I say that with quotes like just (laughs) the connection we have with that to have both of those schools in our community I think is super super cool those were air quotes right oh yeah okay of course yes (laughs) Well, you, I tell you what, anybody listening to, to this, um, this is uplifting. You guys uh, bring a lot of positivity uh, to the table, so we appreciate that. And yes, Ella, I do need to talk a little bit about the finale. Mm. No, thank you. Um, no, as, no, as we start thanks. to think about um, graduation plans. And so I'm going to ask each of you what your plans are, uh, where you're going next year, what you're doing, what your aspirations can be anything you might think about. And Maya, I'm going to ask you to kick us off. All right. So as I touched on earlier, I want to study special education. I am attending the University of South Florida next year, and I'm going to study special education there. And I plan on participating in an accelerated master's program. I'm not quite sure what master I want to go into, but I'm thinking about maybe counseling or psychology because through the gym class that I'm in, I've seen the true importance of mental health within people with special needs. And I really don't think it's talked about enough or really focused on enough. And that's something that I truly want to get an expertise in so that I can truly help my students in the future and truly be the best prepared that I can for them. So that's one of my like goals for that. Great aspirations. Outstanding. Ellie? Uh, mine's got a little bit more figured out than I do. But, um, <laughs> That's at, okay. As you mentioned earlier, um, I recently received the J100 scholarship, which is something I'm super, super excited about and relieved because it was a lot of work to I get bet. to that point. But that is full tuition, $10,000 room and board, plus additional stipend for books and just straight personal stipend. Uh, and that can be applied to anywhere with Air Force ROTC. So my options are pretty open still. I'm waiting on a lot of decisions, so I don't know where I'm going yet. But that's kind of the next four years is focus on that ROTC, and then I will commission in the Air Force as an officer. Wow. That is the like requirement for the for the job. But um, I'm excited about that. I think it's something I'll hopefully excel at. I think as a goal or aspiration, I guess for me personally, I just want to take the opportunity, not necessarily to start anew, but just to allow myself to grow even further. I feel like, I mean, all three of us have been very academically focused in general, throughout these past four years and it's been a grind to kind of keep that train going and obviously i'm not going to go to college and like flunk out or anything i hope not (laughs) sorry mom um but uh i just allow myself the opportunity to just experience and try anything i feel like doing so i guess my biggest goal is to do whatever i feel like doing yeah and and you have choices oh yeah and that's nice nice spot to be in all right, Ella, why don't you round us off here? What, <laughs> what, what are your plans uh, moving forward? Well, not that I'm counting, but I find out if I got into Notre Dame on March 16th at 5.42 p.m. <laughs> I'm, I'm not counting, though. 
and I would like to go for law. I would also like to take Ellie with me. She applied to you, so we're going to be roomies. Yay. Um, no, but it's she's going to come with me. It's going to be great. Um, but I think that Notre Dame is probably the place for me. If not, I have some other options, but I'm really hoping for Notre Dame. And then I guess a goal I would say is I want to, in whatever I do, I want to leave it better than I found it. And I really feel like Notre Dame's mantra um, to be a force for good speaks to me. I feel like it's been something that before I even knew of the mantra I've lived by. And I feel like in whatever path I go down and whatever I get involved in, I do want to leave it better than I found it. And I want to do good and see good and be the good. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the next four years. It's going to be a good. great way to wrap us up. Thank you Thank for sharing that. You guys uh, have some tall orders in front of you, but you're leaving a great legacy. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I take away from a lot of your feedback and a lot of your perspective is about giving back. And uh, hope a lot of people resonate and hear that from our youth telling us um, to think about others, to be about something that's larger, larger than yourself and to give back uh, because you're standing on the shoulders of others. So uh, thank you for your efforts. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for contributing to our district. This has been a great conversation, so we really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Please remember that you can find us wherever you get podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, YouTube Music, SoundCloud, and the TuneIn Radio app. And we'll talk to you next time.